Hey, Tom. Oh, hey, big. What's up, man? I didn't see you there. Yeah, yeah. I've been sitting here for about an hour now. Oh, you've been here? Okay, I've been here for about 45 minutes. Mm. So, almost as long. Yeah. Well, I was wondering why you weren't looking over, but I... Yeah, you know, I couldn't wait any longer. I had something really important to tell you. You know, you kind of you kind of just blend in with those red jeans. Yeah, yeah, I blend into the blue couch with these red jeans. I can't right. tell the difference between blue couches and red jeans. All right, well, I guess um, that's something you're going to have to see a doctor about. But back to my important thing that I was going to tell you mm-hmm. was that the Fancy Lad podcast is brought to you by Fancy Lad Skateboards. Oh, you know, all these years, I wondered if there was any affiliation between the two, because we never really mentioned no, whether we, or not they're one of the sponsors. We didn't, no. and I would consider them our main sponsor. You know, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, people would probably think our main sponsor is some beer company or a water company. Who knows? But no, it's Fancy Lad Skateboards. Mm-mm-mm. And, you know, the nice people at Fancy Lad Skateboards, mm-hmm. they actually reached out to me. Did they really? Yep. What? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> and they said for a limited time, <laughs> oh, get this, they're going to oh. offer us, well, not, they're going to offer us the opportunity to offer all of our listeners oh. a limited time, 20% off all products on fancyladskateboards.com. You mean to tell me the good people at Fancy Lad Skateboards That's right. reached out to you, That's Big right. Zo, mm-hmm. of Fancy Lad Skateboards podcast, yep. CEO. and said that we could have a promo code for all the sweaty and deranged listeners out there. Mm -hmm. And now the viewers as well. Right. That's amazing. I know. So what's this promo code again? Well, I mean, they said they wanted to keep it simple so the people could remember it. Promo code podcast. Mm, mm, that That is pretty simple. Yeah. And you know what? They say kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Mm, that's right. That's a pretty good promo code, too. Damn. Damn. Right. But let's not confuse the people. Let's just stick it's with podcast. podcast. Okay. This isn't the this isn't the promotion code podcast. This no. is just podcast no. is the promotion code. Right. We're, well, we should have a spinoff where we come up with different promotional codes. I for... mean, obviously, that's going to be one of the spinoffs in the Fancy Lad podcast multiverse. Naturally. But until that day, you know, mm-hmm. why don't we just... Uh, just uh, let the people know. Get there while you can. Dude, that's a really good idea. Get there while you can for 20% off anything on the Fancy Lad Skateboards website. That's right. We're talking boards. Mm-hmm. We're talking sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. We're talking the company itself. Yep, which is up there for a cool 10 mil, I think, right mm-hmm. now. That's so you right. get away with that with 8 mil? That's right. That's a deal of a lifetime. Steal, some would say. All right. Okay. Should we just... Should we just do the episode? I didn't know how to end it. Yeah, why don't we just do the episode? Yeah, well, let's just do the episode. All right. Okay. That's good. Fancy Lad. Fancy Lad. Fancy Podcast Fancy Lad. Fancy Podcast. Gonna talk to my friends. Gonna share a thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's what I thought. Fancy Lad. Fancy Podcast. Fancy Lad. Fancy Lad Podcast. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. And where are we? I thought we were back in our new uh, trusty old studio. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is the, this is, you know, I just get so confused because we have so many studios at this point. Right. It's just hard to keep track of which one we're in and when and why. Well, the new trusty old, you know. 
Oh, that new new. Yeah. So it's kind of like my boy Eric, who goes by, you know, young old. Oh, young old Eric. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The good homie. So, yeah, it's new to us, but I feel like mm-hmm. we've grown accustomed to it, and I feel like it feels like home. Oh, it does feel like home now. You know, I feel like I could just get, you know, tuck her down, get nice and comfy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I needed to fart, yeah, I'd probably just go fart in the couch in the other room. <laughs> I mean, it's that's what it's there for. <laughs> that's what the, that's, I'm not sure if you guys can see. We have a, another room back there. There's another couch. That's the one that we go and fart on. Yeah, that's called the fart room. That is the designated fart zone. And specifically that couch, that's where you want to let them, mm-hmm. let those toots sink into those nice thick cushions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's something everybody has at home, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you don't have a designated fart zone, you know, I mean, if you don't have an entire room, I understand if people don't have the room for an entire room, yeah. you know, because some, you know, if you live in a studio, mm-hmm. you know, but that isn't just one room. So you need just a fart zone. But really, if you got the space, you're going to want the entire room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I call it the the fart zone of safety. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you just want to make sure, you know, you're never off sides. You know, mm-hmm. you never get any flags thrown. It's the fart safety zone. Have you been watching the World Cup or something? No, I don't know. I was trying to think of I was like, <laughs> what happens in safety zones? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of sport things. I think there are flags. Mm-hmm. I don't know, are, there fl- are there flags in uh, football, right? Oh, you're thinking of flag football. I'm thinking of flag football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where those flags are just dangling from the waist. Oh, man, they're so tempting. You just want to grab on and you just And you just... Grab a nice chunk of gluteus maximus, and Brad's all like, "Yo, man, what the fuck? That was my ass." And you're like, "I was trying to grab the flag." It's like, "Well, you could let go now." And you're like, "I could, I could, if I didn't cover my hands in super glue before I grabbed it." Uh, Brad was really pretty understanding. Yeah, Brad's <laughs> kind of a chill guy, dude. If you think about it. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's he, cool. Yeah, he was at Connor's party, and uh, dude, he was doing keg stands. It was fucking crazy. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw Brad slapping the bag. Oh dude, that's weird. That was right bef- <laughs> That was right after I iced him. Oh really? Yeah, dude, that's sick. How did he take it? Like a champ, Damn. like like a typical Brad, dude. He got down on one knee and he just fucking cranked that smearing off ice. Classic dude. Brad. Classic Brad. Classic Brad. But. Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what homes have besides a designated fart zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. What else do you need? I mean, because we didn't discuss how big the designated fart zone is. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I drew a chalk line for the designated <laughs> fart zone, and it takes up the entire surface area of my house. <laughs> I mean, really, when it comes down to it, it's like, well, you know, what am I really using this space for? Why not just use it as the designated fart zone? And also, it is, honestly, it is kind of difficult to keep the farts contained. Yeah. You know, they like to seep over. And once they seep over, you're like, well, you know, you're part of the zone now, my dude. Yeah. Have you uh, considered uh, having designated fart jars? Oh, I've tried the jars, but they just, you know, after a few weeks, they're just fucking popping. Yeah, you know, just in the middle of the night, you wake up to a bunch of jars just cracking open. Well, I assume you're using the ball jar. Oh, yeah, the classic ball jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your little thin razor-sharp lid that you mm-hmm. put on there. 
First, you put the razor sharp lid. Mm-hmm. Then you put the actual screw go, lid. They're always a little rusty. Yeah, I can't tell. Is that rust? Is that old spaghetti sauce? I don't know. I'm gonna keep it on there. Mm. It's gonna add to it. Old spice. Yeah, because they make for great fart uh, stink bombs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And if even if the fart smell has has like dissipated yeah. enough that it doesn't smell that much, you're still throwing glass at people you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so it's gonna get them either way yeah it's like oh it's not stinky at least you've you got some glass on you yeah i was trying to think of a way if you could if there was half of the glass with water you could make fart flavored water oh absolutely i mean there's an idea right there's a million dollar idea that, waiting to happen that is a million yeah, why don't you think anyone's jarred up water with their own farts before to sell it don't know like carbonate that make mm-hmm. fart flavored soda I mean, was uh, Nathan for you? They did the the poop, poop uh, ice soft cream? serve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty close to that. People pretty tried close. that. I don't think I'd want to try that. No, 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 no. Pretty close, but not in liquid form. I'm talking like Jones soda. You know how they have like, right, right, right. Thanksgiving dinner with gravy soda. Mm, that one's good. Yeah, that's really fucking good. It's not bad, dude. <laughs> the little uh, chunks of stuffing in there. Yeah. Oh man, it's delicious. I know, I know. And you know, during these holidays, mm-hmm. who doesn't love a nice, big, fat fucking mm-hmm. jar of Thanksgiving gravy soda pop from Jones? I mean, I know I certainly do. When, when I've finished eating my big Thanksgiving meal with all my fixings, yeah. I'm looking to wash it down with a Jones Thanksgiving gobbler gravy Gabler. soda pop. Gabler gang <laughs> soda pop. Yeah. They'd manage yell eggs. It's a it's a Mike Gabler. We we gotta give a yell <laughs> gotta exit give a to yell Mike Gabler for what I don't know how many of our fans are watching Survivor out there, but mm-hmm. season season forty three. And sorry if you haven't watched the finale yet. I don't know how you would have missed it by now, but spoiler yeah. alert, fucking Seriously. Gabler. It's been like a few weeks since it came out. Yeah. At this point. At this point, yeah. Fucking Gabler. But this isn't the Gabler podcast. Although we probably could get him on the podcast. We should. We should try. I bet we could. We should get, I see. Ah, that might be annoying. Though. I know, it might be annoying. And didn't one of the, somebody on the Survivor seasons, didn't they bring a skateboard? Yeah, as their personal I, item? yes, exactly. I forget what season that we was, should get but we that. should get them. That, we should get them. Be like, what were you thinking, bringing a skateboard? And were there any spots? Because this is a skateboard podcast. This is a skateboard podcast, first and foremost. Sure, we could talk about Survivor. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the time there's a lot of crossover. You know, we'll mm-hmm. have a comedian on. Mm-hmm. We'll have a musician on. Mm-hmm. But we like to keep it skate-related. Well, we always want to keep it skate-related. And you know what I just found out the other day? What? Well, I don't know if this even counts, but a, a dear friend of mine just told me about this band, 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 30 Seconds to Mars. Jared Leto's band. Yeah, Jared Leto. I didn't know. I did, you not, did know not know Jared, Jared Leto, Leto had, like, an emo band. Oh, wow. You didn't know? That's crazy that you've gone this long without knowing that. I know. Because that is, like, this whole time where it's just, like, everything Jared Leto does is just kind of questionable. I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about Jared Leto. That is mainly because of that. Yeah, seriously. Because, I mean, Fight Club, I love Jared Leto and Fight oh, Club. Oh, he's great, and he's in so many good movies. Yeah, but yeah, that's, I think, the main reason people hate on Fight Jared Club, Leto. in American it, Psycho. Yeah, I mean, but I think the main reason people hate on him is because the fact that he's in that band. That makes sense. I mean, have you listened to that band? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the... Oh, oh yeah. It looks like it's trying to be like a fucking 
like more emo version of uh you know it's just i don't know i don't even know any emo bands but, yeah me you know, neither it looked him, like it looked like, like the, it looked like a like mascara kind of like a sci-fi good charlotte or something yeah you know but what i was gonna say was maybe that's just because i have mars my dear friend was showing me this video oh yeah and it's a parody of the shining and jared leto's skating down the hallways in it oh really that means jared leto skates that means we're getting Jared Leto on the podcast. There we go. And we're going to get down to the bottom of why his band sucks so bad. <laughs> Dude, we have to ask. We got to ask. God, Jared, you got to tell the fans they're dying to know. Why does your band suck? Maybe they're good. Maybe people like them. Uh, are you sure they don't just like it because Jared Leto's in the band? I don't know. Hmm. Was he, was it, uh, that's the thing. Like, was his band successful on their own? And then, or was it just like, oh yeah, by the way, I, I'm in a band too. Boop, here we go. You know, like Johnny Depp. All the boys and girls love Jared Leto, so. That's true. Mommy, Daddy, can we go to the 32nd Tomav concert, please? <laughs> you were, you were God just... <laughs> damn it, Timmy, stop asking me. <laughs> you were just being the dumbest, the dumb yeah. little baby. <laughs> like, couldn't even speak yet. <laughs> it's true, just the sidekick. Yeah, sidekick baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, the kids love him. Shut the goddamn hell up and eat your goddamn yogurt. Helen, I told you to keep these damned kids away from me. Just shove the gogurt in their mouths and get them to school. Goddamn it, they're driving me up a wall. That's I'm assuming the dad. <laughs> Let's not just yet, you know, get Jared Leto on. No, the, not yet. An artist who. Is questionable. You just found out Jared Leto has a band. We need time for this to marinate. In process, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. So, but you know what? I do think it's probably a good idea to uh, maybe find a guest. A guest is a good idea. You know, who has some artistic credibility, you know, who doesn't have to rely on the strength of their name for being a famous actor before they break into the art world, you know? Hmm. So not Jared Leto. Not Jared Leto and not fucking James Franco either, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Dude, are you mad about James Franco too now? Well, he's an artist. Right. But I don't think... I like James Franco, actually. I do. I like James Franco. I like James Franco. Before I go any further, I'm not going to... But he probably did just become... You know, so many people do it. They parlay yeah. their... Whatever they're good at to right. try to... And, well, I've, I mean, I I've been trying to do it. It hasn't been working. Well, that's I was what's saying, pissing me off. I was saying this about, uh, I was talking about this with Peter and, and Tony the other day. The same thing in skateboarding. It's like as soon as someone, so if someone's good at skateboarding, as soon as they're like, oh, this person also does photography, everyone's like, oh, their photography is so good. Yeah, and it's Jason like, is it, is it good or is it just they're good at skateboarding? So you want them to be good at other things. And that doesn't mean that it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they can't be good at two things because like right. like guns, you know, like exactly. But um it also doesn't mean that like like Figgy's band is the best band ever. Right. You know. And it's not like, to say that Figgy's band isn't good. They I do think they are good, but that's just an example. Right. And it's it's kind of like when people come up to me and they're like, you know, Nigel's really good at skating, but mm -hmm. he's also really good at giving blowjobs. Right. And I realize that it's Nye just saying that mm -hmm. <laughs> and he wants to prove it. And 
And it's it's very, it turns out to be true. Actually. And it's impressive that he's able to get those words out of his mouth with your penis already. That's the most there. impressive part. But right. he has a lot of room. Yeah, there's plenty of room. Yeah, there's plenty of room. <laughs> he's not, he's not fighting for air or choking whatsoever. Oh man. Yep. So, so long story short. Okay, so artistic guess that somewhat related to skateboarding and. Um, you know, isn't Jared Leto or Dave Franco or, or James yeah, Dave, Franco? Dave Franco or Dave Franco? Yeah, um, I like so, Dave Franco too. I mean, why don't we take a break? We'll scroll through Instagram. I'm sure okay. we'll come up with somebody. All right, so it might be Dave Franco then. Who knows? Okay. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back in. Black you yeah. Oh, oh shit. what the hell, <laughs> dude? <laughs> what the hell uh, is that? Hey, uh, you know what? I guess we should introduce our, our special guest here. That would probably be best. But we should actually talk about how that was a fantastic break, and you've been dreaming about breaks for a long time. I think everyone knows about how much I've been dreaming about breaks, and that this isn't the break podcast, but it could be. It's true, but <laughs> you know what? Let me just... Okay, and now let's introduce our very special guest, <laughs> Huey Crowley. Hello. Hi. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Good. I'm on my Thorazine, so I'm chilled out a little bit. You had, you, you know, uh, you said uh, legend shit while I was trying to, uh, you know, come back from the break there. Mm-hmm. And uh, legend shit. Yeah, dude. Now, how did you? Oh, there you god. go. Oh my god, how did you even come up with that fucking genius fucking line, dude? Cause I was in the parking lot of uh, some fast food place in New York, and I was just saying all this crazy shit. And I was, I kept telling people that I was a psycho psychopathic entrepreneur, and yeah. uh, and I was saying all this stupid ass shit. And one of the things I was saying was legend shit. I was just going off the top, and legend shit stuck. And all the other shit didn't stick, but legend shit somehow did. I just was off the top, going off the top. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. Off love the it. dome. That's where the best stuff comes from. I have the video of where I first ever said it. I was like, I was uh, stopping traffic. They were in like the, um, they were going through a drive-through and I kept going, making it so they couldn't go up to the window. And I was like saying all this crazy ass shit to them. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, were yeah. you, tr- was it, uh, this character? Was he kind of, well, how long have you been doing them? First of all, since, uh, October 4th, 2020. Nice. So like almost like two years. Did you come up with any alter egos before the legend? That just didn't yeah, stick? Yeah, I had Fishman. Fishman Fish was one of them. I don't know if you're Fishman, yeah. It's it's like I I had this dude, he was like a bald bald dude and uh he like smoked meth and uh I don't know, like humped fish, fucked fish. Hey, sounds pretty cool. Hey, it's like uh, yeah. that line from Mr. Show, before I die, I'm going to fuck a fish. Mm. Words to live Oh, I've never seen it. It was season four. It was really not a good season. But, uh, you know, still, still, you know, great show. Oh, I think that season has some good stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. But, yeah, Huey, thanks for being on the uh, the pod again. You know, it's good to have a skate artist hey. on the pod. Scardist. Having me. I haven't, I haven't skated in a long fucking time, but I still can do it, I guess. When when would you say was your uh, your peak of skating? What like around like two thousand ish? 
2007 probably. Okay. 2007. Yeah. I had it going on. <clears throat> I could do, I could do tricks that were kind of hard for the time, but probably not that hard. Cause, but I lived in Wisconsin. So the, what I was doing in Wisconsin was maybe a little hard, but, but I mean, I wasn't the best or anything, but yeah. I can do like nose manual nollie. Throughout. That's pretty sick. That's sick. I've never even done one yeah. of those. That was in 2007. So it's it extra sick. Cause it was back in the day shit, but Definitely. yeah, I could kick the board slide down a handrail. Really? That's sick. Not a skate, legit or skate park rail? A small handrail. Either way. A actual rail. Yeah, a really outside? small rail, like a five, like a tink, I would tink it. Like it wasn't, that was like my best shit that I could do. Other than that, I sucked. Backside or frontside? Backside. Frontside would be scary. Even just a little. I know it grinded a little oh. rail too one time. What was your biggest set you ever ollied? Oh, not even a big, like a seven, probably. Hell yeah. That's pretty big. I nose, I nose grinded a four stair rail one time. You, I would Back. just like tink down. Just kiss the rail. I, I sucked. I would just like t- kiss the rail for everything down a handrail, but I could, yeah, I don't know. That was a long time ago, but um, I tried, I, I've been trying to skate a little bit, but it's cold as fuck where I live. So, well, you're, uh, you know, a lot of your art, I feel like, it must have been somewhat, you know, deep rooted in some in the skate culture, just because it's so damn extreme. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> just fucking Mountain Dew, yeah. fucking, mm-hmm. you know, just it's everything to the to the to the max. You know, like the extreme games with an X. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even, dude. You don't even know how extreme my shit is because I it, it's on Instagram and um. Uh, all my accounts, they're like, they're hanging on by like a thread. Like they're, they're like one more violation and you're done for like every account, like TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. So like I have all my like really extreme shit is like off. Not It's not even hosted anywhere right now because I don't have a like place to like put it. But yeah, like, um, yeah, it's extreme as fuck. Do you have a... It started because I was just... Do you get ahead. a lot of, do you get a lot of violations for the fake boobs? Uh, if I make them bounce, definitely. Yeah. But if I, uh, if I have them just chilling, like, it doesn't really like do anything. Cause I have them covered. Yeah. I've right. gotten in trouble for it. Before. It's definitely like, if I do it, it's like definitely like a gray area. You know how I look at it? It's like, if I went to a bar like this, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I might go to a bar and they might be like, yo, that dude is fucking awesome and hilarious if i went on the bar and like pulled my tits out but some other bar they might be like yo fuck this guy get this guy the fuck out of here yeah so it's like instagram and tiktok and all that like they have moderators so it's like whatever moderator comes across me when i get reported uh they they're the ones that officially decide like if the violation sticks or not so i like i have to like balance how much risk i want to like take you know i got deleted this, this year on tiktok 150k they deleted but then they gave me it back mm, after like seven sucks. weeks of begging. Yeah. Well, like I said, you got the ass master, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're known as the cunt destroyer. You know, this is pretty extreme stuff that I'm talking about here. <laughs> right. And yeah. You know, yep. what? It, 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 you know, it's a pretty bold move to tattoo the one over your forehead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see the painting that actually started it all? Mm-hmm. All right, I got it here. Actually, it just that. came back. All right, hold on. So what happened was I have this friend in, in London 
And I was like making all this shit out of duct tape, which I can show you that too. Hold on a second. Show you my hoarder's nest. <laughs> it's my hoarder's nest. Hell yeah. I had a, I was making, I don't know if you could see it, but that's like made out of duct tape. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shit on the floor. Well, I had this friend and he was like, yo, why don't you just paint? And he was like, just make like a painting every day for the fuck of it, like whatever's on your mind. And I was painting like all these like random things, which are kind of in this pile. Mm-hmm. I painted like hundreds of paintings, like one one or two a day. And he was like, just paint like whatever the fuck. Like just if you paint, if you got to go to the grocery store, make a painting of that. If you're going to go do your laundry, do that. So I was doing that, right? Yeah. And then like one day I painted this just like, I didn't think anything of it. Like I was, I was making fun of my uncles. Nice. <laughs> and then, yeah. So I painted these dudes that were fucking fish. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It just, it just like took off from there. And that, that, uh, I decided to cosplay <laughs> as these dudes. Like take yeah. it to another level. So you're making fun of your and uncles. That's where it like all started. Yeah. That, that's where it all started, man, was my uncles. Your uncles, your uncles, uh, they're known for to be a couple fish fuckers. They're just like, uh, they're like extreme, you know, like when I was growing up, they were extreme as fuck. Like, I, like they would fight people. Like they would come home with missing teeth all the time and like be in bar fights and like dangle me off this fucking banister by my ankles and like do burnouts and drive fast ass cars and do all crazy shit. Damn. Living life to the fullest. Yeah. So did they or did they not fuck fish though? The most. That I don't know, but they would hunt mm. fish. I was, like, yeah, making fun yeah. of them because I was, like, all, <laughs> I was I was being all angsty when I was doing it. But then I was just, like, dude, this shit is tight. And I just, like, kind of, I don't know. I was making fun of it, and I became it, you know? Yeah. I love Here's my other hoarders now. Did, did oh, what you, up, were, you, were you making paintings like that um, when, you went to, when you went to school? Because you did go to school for art, right? Yeah. I wasn't making paintings like that when I went to school. I, uh. I was making paintings like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I've been painting for so long. Well, not really that long, but like I was like when I was painting in school, like thick paint was really hot. So I was like, just trying to ride that wave. And then stick uh, paint, thick paint. Oh, thick. Yeah. 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 I was just curious because when I first saw your stuff, it looked like I assumed that you were just like an outsider artist. Right. Kind of trying to break into it. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I mean, going to school for painting is weird because it's like you're just trying to appease whatever the professor's uh, like idea of painting is. And then you just have a bunch of people making the same type of shit. Or at least right. from my experience. I wasn't like making stuff that other people were painting like. It was like its own shit, but it wasn't like it wasn't looking like how it looks now, really. Like it was just like really thick paint. Yeah. I mean, I love. Yeah, I, I, I was a thick boy too because I don't really paint anymore. But I just would do it just because I love the texture, texture fiend. Yeah. You know? Did you go to art school too? Yeah, I went to UMass Dartmouth. Oh, did you know Trudy Benson? Trudy Benson? No, I don't think so. Didn't she go there? Maybe she didn't. I don't know. I thought she did. Are you worried about your daughter seeing uh, your life's work and uh, being somewhat uh, questionable about the material? Well, you gotta wait till she's old enough to get it. Yeah, I'm. I I uh, I have the studio next to the house, and all my bad shit goes on over here. And then also, like, um, I was really worried about it, but um, 
she doesn't know anything about what I do, like, at all. Like, she, she, like, I don't show her any of this stuff. Like, I wear a toupee around her. Like, I go, like, I, like, have my shit, like, so she wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? Like, if I showed her this, she'd be like, who the hell is that? Like, <laughs> uh, but I have, like, um, I was really kind of worried for a while about that. But then, like, she started laughing recently, and she seems like she's going to be really funny. You know what nice. I mean? Nice. So, like, I feel like she's going to laugh eventually at it. But, you know, I might – I don't want to, like, ruin her life or anything like that. But also, like, uh, it's working. So why not just, like, try to make some shit out of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, how would you even describe it? Have you try, Have you personally written, like, artist statements for the type of, like, themes and material that's in, like, the performance art in your paintings? Yeah, I just, I just touch on, like, uh, American tropes, like, uh, like, like, machismo stuff, alpha male stuff, like, uh, materialism, like, you know, like, how people always have to have, like, a bigger truck than their next-door neighbor, or, like, a bigger house, like, I touch on stuff like that. Yeah. Uh touch on the opioid epidemic. I don't really do I don't really do as much drug stuff anymore just because um I said really what I wanted to say with it, but I'm also like I kind of wanted to stop just because like dude, when I started doing this, so many like fucking meth head and crackhead people would message me like videos of them smoking it. Damn. I'm just like, man, this is like I don't want to glorify that shit. I just wanted to bring a like awareness to it. And right. I just I don't know. Like I got other things I want to say, you know. Um yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much like the like the 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 majority of my stuff is like alpha male stuff, you know? Yeah. Cuz yeah. I think that stuff's hilarious. Well, I, I always perceived like the characters are like just people who are so starved for like fame that yeah, they just will do absolutely anything and it's just the most extreme ridiculous side of the spectrum. That too. You yeah, know? that too. It's almost like, um, have you ever seen Harmony Crane Trash Humpers? Yeah. It's basically the same shit as that, but like just a different way of saying it. Like, it's just like, um, just like the dumbest fucking stupidest, like, look at me, like, idiot, like jackass type stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to go on a um, porta potty and get shit all over me just for like fame, yeah. you know, right. that kind of shit. Yeah. I got other characters I work on too that are kind of similar, but I like to make myself cringe like extremely hard you know like humiliate myself as much as like i can for it mm -hmm. too you know that's like part of it well there's also a sense so. of sense of freedom when you can do that sort of stuff i'm sure that like like after you, you yeah, know, strap on the fake boobs and go out and yell disturbed off the top of your lungs then you know you feel like you can pretty much do anything artistically yeah i mean it's like the sometimes dude like I told you, my friend from London, he he broke my my mind with that like painting style sort of thing. Yeah. Well, like when I first started doing that, I was painting, you know, how I I painted that fish fucker, and then I and then I, after the fish fucker, I was painting like you know, like self portrait flowers, and I, like I didn't paint another fish fucker for a while, kind of, because mm -hmm. I was so like worried about what people would think, you know what I mean? And I was like so like scared by that, and and this dude kind of like mind fucked me out of caring like like totally completely what people think like and doing this like it like broke my give a fuck like i could be the most cringiest person like that ever existed and it like i would feel nothing like i got a video going viral right now and it's literally like it's like thousands of hate comments and like it 
it doesn't make me like feel anything. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, mm. it's like interesting. It like breaks. Like once you, <laughs> once you break it, like it's like gone. Like you just stop caring like completely. I don't know. It's cause I don't know. I also live by this mantra that Andy Warhol said, which was like, um, don't listen to what they say about you measure it in inches. So like, mm. that's what I like go by. I'm just like, fuck it. Like, let me just like go harder and harder and just like, just try to get like the thread to be even longer of hate, you know? Yeah. Also, I mean, have you, have you thought about, I mean, I know that you mentioned jackass. Have you, have you considered, I know that, I mean, well, first of all, you have a lot of like outbranched characters besides yourself that I assume are played right. by yeah. your like friends and family. What do you mean? Like the, are you the woman with the big ass? Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That that's one's you? Not, that character is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that character is not fully uh, finished yet. Like I yeah. post a lot of characters that I'm like in progress. Like, I don't know if you saw the John Adams character I just made up. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. So uh, a lot of them are like, in progress. but you hang around one older fella. Oh yeah. That's my uncle who plays the ass master, right? Yeah. That's my uncle. And um, you remember when I told you that my uncles used to like make fun of me and shit when I was growing up? Well, he still does. Yeah. And, um, I'm not like upset about that or anything, but like he's he was like one of the uncles that I, I originally was like making fun of, but then like I don't know, like it's I don't know, I like make fun of him and me with my shit now, and he's like totally all about it and like understands kind of conceptually yeah. how it works and he's just um, down. Yeah, he's just know. down for it. He's down to do anything, dude. He'll help me like anything I want. Like he helped me repaint my studio and move my studio here. He's the man. He's like awesome. You know, so shout out to him. He he actually wanted to be involved in this interview tonight, but I was just it just didn't work out like logistically. Well, I love that. Yeah, dude, hell yeah. That you're keeping it in the family, you know. Now I have to yeah, reach out, I, reach out to some random Craigslist actor or something. Right. Yeah, I wanted to like um, move back. Well, like I lived in New York for the past ten years, and that was actually part of the reason I moved here is just because like a lot of the scenery and stuff that I wanted in my videos, like I wanted to have, like I said, like I wanted like that really American Americana feel, you know, and like, right. Uh, really like, I want it to be like, like hardcore, like dumb cars. And you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. New York was just like, Oh, there's a Mercedes Benz. There's a, there's a a brand new BMW. Like I couldn't really do what I was trying to say. So I moved back here partially because of that. Cause I wanted to like have like a grittier surrounding for my videos and also like, you know, I could have him and yeah. Yeah. No, he's a valuable piece of the puzzle. I know he is. He's shit. And also you probably get more of a reaction in the suburbs because I mean, I, I mean, I feel like that even every time I visit home, like, Oh yeah. That, like I don't stand out here, but then I go right. back and visit my mom and, and everyone's staring at you. And everyone thinks you look right. crazy, you yeah. know. Even though I don't. Yeah, that I get. get I, I haven't really filmed that much here. Like I feel I've been filming a lot lately, but um, like Karens and shit will stop. Like every time I'm out, like I'm actually trying to figure out. Like I just bought some um, Adidas breakaway uh, pants, so that like I can film, get the shot set up, and then bam, break into this shit, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. And then leave because otherwise they're like staring. Like it, I can't even set my shot up. They'll like, right. They'll they're like, on you come instantly. Right up to me. they're on the phone with the cops instantly, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to just like, um, get this shit as dialed as I can for here. Cause I don't want to like get 
get in too much trouble, you know? Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of interesting because I, I mean, I always assumed that you were just kind of, you know, developing these characters to maybe have some sort of like Eric Andre type, like prank on the street show on like Adult Swim or something. But when you told me that you were, uh, you know, applying to Yale, that. uh Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm applying to Yale for painting, not for performing. I'm not oh, even going to show. Dude, I'm not even showing. I'm not even showing them this stuff. Yeah. At all. Because cause they'll, they'll deny that, like, instantly. I don't even think they're going to let me in, period. But I just thought, what the fuck? Why not try it? They, they're not going to let my ass in, dude, with this stuff. Hey, <laughs> like hey, yeah. hey you never know, you know? I'm going to show them really old stuff that I did, and I'm going to, like, put on a different character of, like, a really prestigious person, and, like, I'm going to try to see if I can run with that. And if I get accepted, that would be the shit. But, um, yeah, I just want to get in there for painting. That's it. You got Harmony Corinne as a sort of... Uh a precedent for this itch of, you know, the human psyche that can be, you know, considered high art. So I mean, you never know. They can't accept you. It's all about selling it to them. Yeah. I know it's, um, I've thought about this. I've talked to a bunch of kids who went to Yale and they're like, dude, as soon as they see like one dick, they're going to throw your portfolio in the garbage. Like Mm. he's like, don't even try it. They want me to get in. They're like, why don't they, they're like showing me this like other body of work that I uh, should apply with. They're like, just get, just use this other body of work. And as soon as you get in, then just continue doing what you're doing. You know? Oh yeah. Right. Uh, you're going to fool them with, I mean, the old, with, with some, uh, tradi- with some classically trained paintings and then, then get them with the one, two, and then bust out the dick fucking f- fish. Yeah. This could be, this could be your finest piece of performance art yet. You know, just masquerading know. as as someone who belongs at Yale, and then getting in and being like, "Ha, dicks!" Infiltrate the system Dude, from the within. Is, the thing is, is I have the portfolio to get in. Like, I had I, at my last school when I started the school, I was like the laughing stock of my school, and then it was a pretty good school, and I finished on the dean. I made the dean's list like every year, and I finished top of my class, like literally, like the top. Like, I got voted the top, like the best of the show and shit. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I have. I have the credentials for it, but I don't have the, like, they're going to just shut me down, like, right, like, so fast. So, like, I'm going to use that duct tape work I was telling you about, because I feel like they're going to bite, bite on that. And, like, I have to, like, I have to address it, like, a certain way, like, I don't know, like, I have a, I have a, a, a thing in my head I'm going to try to bust, but I don't know if they're going to take yeah. the bait or not. We'll see. Yeah. If they take it, it'll be the shit. Well, That's the only school I'm going to apply to. It's free if you get in, so. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to see the work that you're using. Also, you know what? You know, maybe I'll apply. You know, maybe I'll go to Yale. You know, maybe we'll be uh, uh, dorm roommates. You know, who knows? Dude, apply. Apply. I'll, you don't even need a bachelor's degree to apply for Yale. Anyone can apply. Well, maybe I'll apply. If all you have to do is not show them a dick in the uh, in in your application, then I'm probably in. There you go. They have a five percent acceptance. Five percent. I like those. Yeah, odds. if everybody applies, if everyone in here applies, that increases the. We get I get a hundred of our sweaty and deranged listeners to apply for Yale. Five will get in. Yeah, one, yeah, two. yeah. Well, I mean, wait, five, five out of a hundred, right? Five percent. That's what me and all my friends are trying to do. We're like, fuck, man! If they got a five percent acceptance rate, a bunch of our friends already got denied. So we're like, well, that increases our chances right there. Why not try? Yeah, but then, they, but then there's the thing. Is it is it a one? Is it a five percent chance for everyone or five? You know, because like, 
does your no, friends it's like not five, getting if in? A, if a thousand people apply, five percent of them get in. Okay, okay, all right. Damn, not nope. bad, not bad odds. Yeah, I'd, I'd have definitely to actually... turn me down, but I'm... yeah, but then you know, then you could always apply again and and be like, well, I know why they turned me down. Am I going to approach it this exactly. way? You know, exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. go. Yeah. One, I mean, one that's of my your... friends took them three times. Yeah, I mean that's your best your best option is to go into it assuming it's never going to fucking happen, you know, and then just be like how do I fe-? just like try to just suss out the situation, you know? It's and only 100 it, bucks to apply. That's not bad, you know, and then if it fucking if it if it works out then great, you know? And if not then fucking next time you know how to approach it. Dude, if it works out, uh pretty much right, right when you get in the door you're like a commercial artist and like a lot of the people's paintings, you know, like can sell for like upwards of 500 K for a painting. That's insane. Well, I mean, if yeah, you're, so if, it, if it's that difficult to get in, then I mean, that's pretty high standards already, you know? So I guess right. it kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's like, all right, this dude's legit. If you know. Yeah. I, that's why like, yeah, I can't be showing them this shit. Cause they ain't going to fucking vibe with it. Damn. Well, you know, 500K, that's not bad. You know, that's a -a one-of-a-kind work of art that you can't just duplicate it, you know? That's true. Unless you have a Xerox machine. I'm not not saying everybody in there gets that because a lot of people don't, but a lot of the people who who get in there and and get out, like, it's like, damn, they got, they definitely get a more of a career, it seems like, so. Yeah. You know, I liked what you were saying about the whole make, uh, you know, two paintings a day uh, thing, at least one or two. How long do you think that you spent on, on those paintings uh, that you made? Like one three hours each. Three hours each? Nice. Yeah, this is a, yeah. It's, it is a really fast way to develop a practice, you know? Yeah. Like, otherwise, it's like you're just kind of, I don't know, like, it's like you're doggy paddling in the ocean and like, you don't know which direction to go. So the more shit you throw out, like you have like more of an idea of, at least for me, like when I make stuff, I'll make like, I have like a bunch of different modes of making things, you know? So Mm -hmm. like some of the modes I make things are just complete trash. And some of them are like, have something there and like, you know, they all take a really long time to explore. And uh, the only way for me to do it is to just like, make things fast i used it used to take me like three months to make one painting when i was in like school right no i think it's a better way of doing it you kind of uh you know keep at least the ideas fresh and then i mean if if and then if one comes up that you think is strong you can explore it more you know like like you've been doing yeah like you i don't know it takes like a lot of time and effort to find like a lot of the stuff i do I, I do it and i just find out it was like a complete failure you know and it's like if i if i spent like two months making it to find out it's a complete failure it's like you feel miserable afterwards you know and like you don't really right. get much out of it other than like don't do that again you know well yeah you know, so i think it's inspiring you know i heard i you know when i went to college i heard jenny jenny uh Seville used to paint 12 hours a day, you know, which, uh, when I realized that I, I that's why I stopped painting. Cause I figured, uh, that you need to, paint yeah. Cause you don't like want to paint so hard full time job to be a you know professional yeah. painter. Yeah, man. Like if you have to look at it, like, Oh, I got to go in there and do it for 12 hours a day. Like, fuck that. Like it just makes you not want to even pick up a paintbrush. Cause it just seems like a prison sentence. Yeah, I know. To me, at least. Yeah. So, and you then, know, to and me, then, I just approach. 
I'm actually impressed on painting so much too, because just the physical space it takes up. That's why I stopped painting. And then, uh, I now, do it really small. I do everything tiny. Yeah. Cause now I'm more happy just making like, uh, uh, electronic music on my laptop. Cause it doesn't take up any space, but I still feel like I'm doing something, you know? You know what, you know what my, uh, recent, like, I must say mantra again, even though I probably not even the right word, but that's what I said before, but my Eth recent like thing that ethos, whatever. Yeah. Ethos or whatever. Yeah. yeah. My recent thing is like, if, if I set out to do something, even if it's like applying to Yale, right. Yep. It has to make me laugh while I'm doing it. Otherwise I'm not going to do it. Mm. It has to make me laugh because if it doesn't make me laugh like the energy in it won't be good. So like a pro applying to Yale, I have to approach it in a way that like I make my, let myself laugh doing it, you know? I love that. And like, yeah. Cause if you, if, if you're like, okay, I'm going to go to paint a painting for 12 hours to me, I'm like, okay, well prepare to be bored as fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but if I, if I'm going in there and I'm like, okay, make myself laugh. That's all I have to do on this painting it's probably going to be a way funnier or better painting because like I, I guaranteed made myself laugh. So I guaranteed had fun and that's going to like translate, you know what I mean? When it, when you put it out. Mm. I mean, you know, we're, we're all about having a laugh here at the fancy lad skateboards. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's probably akin to uh, skating like down a handrail. Like if you're going to like just do handrail tricks, like you're probably going to be really bummed out. Yeah, so you're gonna hit your balls on all everyone so long. Hit your balls on them, and I'm sure mm -hmm. just the uh, slap in the bag, just the repetition to even get it that calculated and dialed. You know? Oh yeah, is uh, I'm sure just yeah. kind of lackluster in its own. Yeah, and that brings me to this question: Have you ever watched Bees? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Bees three, unusual protocol. Uh, we used to yeah. love. And people people used to always compare us to bees, but actually it was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of weird. I'd never even, when we started the company, I never had a conscious thought of like, of, oh, of yeah, bees. we're going to make it like bees. It was just like, bees is cool. Let's also do our own thing. Right. I bring up bees just because they were like the dudes who came before me when I, in was they're from Wisconsin. So, mm. Oh, you know Russ Clark? No, I know Tim Olson, the dude who started bees. He hates me. Yeah, I know Tim Olson <laughs> too. To I just saw Tim Olson dude, in, in L.A. Him. He was filming. He was filming a bunch of heroin riders uh, with Foss. Yeah, that dude absolutely hates me. I think because I used to troll. Okay, we used to have this message board. Uh, every every city probably had it, right? Back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to go on these message boards and change my name to Tim Olson and then just write a bunch of crazy shit. And then I think he found out. He used to give me paint back in the day, and then um, he was nice to me, and I was just a fucking asshole to him. And I regret it, but uh, yeah, that's what happened with that. Why would you do that? Dude, you think I'm a troll now? You should have seen me when, like, 15 years ago. I was, like, <laughs> 10 times bigger troll. Mm. Now, do, now are people, do people who troll, is it because they're just jealous? And they just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> well, like, I think it's just like that really simple thing is like, this person's cooler than me. Like, let me piss them off. And if I get a reaction out of them, I win or whatever. You mm -hmm. know? Is it kind of like the old trope where it's like, 
your biggest fan will you know stab you give you the love stab because they just want to be a part of your life so much like uh how john lennon's maybe uh, murderer was a fan of his when he killed him see i don't know because that's like really crazy shit you know Mm. yeah that's really that's taken to an extreme you know i'm just saying if i drink too many energy drinks i'll troll everybody it doesn't even matter who i'll just like just go on a fucking rampage and i can't even drink energy drinks anymore because of that you, you just go crazy so you genuinely do like energy drinks is that i you know because sometimes yeah. i can't tell what's the art and what's the artist you know oh i gen- i genuinely do like energy drinks do you like walmart uh yeah nice did you ever see my walmart throat tat damn damn dude. that's sick that shit goes hard that shit wisdom goes and hard, loyalty dude. makes all roofers true I didn't know that's what it's. Did you know that's what it stood for? Wait, what does it stand for? Wisdom and loyalty makes all roofers true. Are you saying roofers? All roofers? Yeah, roofers. That's what my my whole stick started out as as a roofer. I was like a fucking pissed off roofer. Actually, one you want to know how this shit started out was um. Yes. I showed you the fish fucker guys, right? Mm-hmm. So I I uh, was cosplaying as my fish fucker characters for a while, and then um. I had a day job for like four years as a graphic designer and um, I couldn't like do this one character that I really wanted to do, which was this character. And like, I, I wanted to shave just this part of my head and leave the hair, you know? So I, I shaved it when I quit my job. And um, then uh, I was like, Holy fuck. I look just like a roofer. So I made a roofer video where I like went on this roofer forum and I like trolled all these roofers, like pretending I was like better than them and everything. (laughs) And that's where it like that's where it all took off. Like, and I posted all their reactions to it. Like, because I went on this uh, forum called Roofers for Life. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just go on there and just tell them like that their work is fucking absolute trash. That is. And I awesome. was like really serious. About it. Yeah, I made it like made like videos of me on a roof. I love that. Just to and like just the roofers. calling calling but, them out. Like I was on a really shitty roof. Yeah, but we are acting gonna, like mine was like awesome. But we are gonna have to take a break real quick. You know what? Just you're gonna have to hold that roofing thought. Uh, yeah. They're still here. What the? They didn't go to use the twenty percent off promo code yet. I. Are you serious? You haven't used it yet? What are you doing? Twenty percent off anything on the site. It's a pretty easy fucking promo code to remember. It's podcast. Podcast, like the thing you're listening or watching. All you got to do is go to fancyladskateboards.com, mm-hmm. select five to ten products, mm-hmm. any of them, check out mm-hmm. and use the promo code podcast, and you're going to be saving 20% off your entire order. That's a good deal. You know, I'm going to go do that right now. All right. Sounds good. Uh, and yeah. we are back. Oh, we are back. That was a classic halfway through the interviews in Zoom break. God, doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. We refuse to upgrade Zoom. We never will upgrade. It's true. Mm-hmm. We spent too much money on this studio here. Yeah, that's true. We have a little too much. Yeah. But it is a nice studio, man. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you probably uh, lived a high, you know, rubbed elbows with high society when you were living in New York for mm-hmm. all those years. Yep. And they fucking hated me every time. <laughs> I literally got like nowhere living there. It was a complete waste of time. 
I was going to say, did you move there just to make it as an artist? Because that's what people do. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, when you asked me before, like, that is the art about somebody, like, trying to become famous and shit, make no mistake about it. I'm trying to become famous with this shit. I am. It's not It's not a joke. Like, that. that's, I'm trying to make it. Like, I don't have any other right. fucking choice, too. You know? No, I know, but it seems like the characters are someone pushed to the point of insanity. I, I've been thinking about it a lot, and it's like sort of a combination of push to their breaking point where they just will have this unfiltered sort of no holds barred shouting at the the earth sort of point right. of view but it also comes from this incel sort of i i and i say incel in the the nicest way possible no, because it's like this it's like the same fan demographic we get a lot basement dweller you know plays too many video games just completely introverted in themselves with like new metal and mountain dew and walmart and just all this consumerism right that just Dude, reminds you know me of reminds me of my childhood mm -hmm. you know what's crazy about this shit the incel shit is um i wouldn't been i would not have been able to do this artwork if uh or whatever you want to call it performance art whatever you mm -hmm. want to ask shit whatever if I didn't have a very serious uh, girlfriend, which is basically my fiance about to be my wife, but because if I was single, there's no way in fucking hell I'm going to do that shit. You know what I mean? Because like, just you're never going to get laid again. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you know, what's fucking weird as hell about it is I've had like way more girls hit me up since I've been doing this. They like it. I don't even know why. Like, are are you worried that you know having this podcast uh, go out to the public that people will you know? But no, you revealed your true self already on the Instagram. Actually, now yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say revealing the curtain behind uh, you know the Wizard of Oz that you're gonna like kind of take away the magic behind the uh, the, uh, the 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 mystique of the character, but the magic is gonna continually go away more and more and more like without whether or not i like it or not there's nothing you can do about it so like i might as well just like that's why i like you know i make other characters right and when you do my when you see me and my other characters you know that this is that this is a character so like i can't really like be like i i tried for two years i tried to live a life where i didn't let anybody know that it was a character like everyone even my my aunt like everybody thought this was like 100 real like my aunt was trying to get me committed to a mental institution like all this shit like my 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 even my girlfriend she cried 13 times over it. I mean, I, she knew it was a bit, but like, it was so fucking extreme how fast I was going with it in front of her that she just didn't know, didn't believe me that it was a bit, you know, she was just like, dude, cause I lived like this for three months in front of her. And like, cause I, I kept, remember how I was like, if, if it doesn't make me laugh and I'm not excited, I'm not pursuing it. This was making yeah. me laugh so fucking hard for so <laughs> long, but I looked crazy, but that was making me laugh even more. And that's like a mental mind fuck. Cause like, you're like, dude, I look literally like an insane person, but I know that I'm not. So like, yeah. it was just like, I, and I, and, and occupying that territory, I was like, I was just like, dude, I know nobody's been in this position before. So let me just ride this out. You know, like, let me just keep going with it because I mean, what the fuck? Like might as well explore it. You know, like if it felt, yeah. it felt fresh. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, like I mean, that's kind of I try to make myself really uncomfortable. That's how I like that. Like I heard, I heard this artist, Jose Lerma. He said like, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, you're probably onto something. So like, 
that's that's another thing I try to do is I try to make myself like basically as as uncomfortable as I possibly can at all times. I thought that was usually in reference to you know the public. If it, if it's dividing and makes the public uncomfortable, then you're probably onto something. But I haven't really heard about the the, the artists themselves. It makes sense because you got to be taking risks, and you know it's right. not comfortable to take risks. That's why I kind of like haven't been painting as much i mean i painted my ass off last month but this month i'm just like dude painting you're just sitting in a room like with walls around you nobody can come to you nobody can get to it's you too, and you're like it's too safe it's it's safe because yeah like you can you can paint like the craziest painting or like the most uncomfortable painting that you've ever made and like cares because you're not like out in public or like you don't have to really like you just post it and then like okay so someone tears it down online like you're not faced with like consequence or something really. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like art has to be that way, but like, I mean that that's, that's part of the, the performance though. I mean, the only thing that's really kind of like bold about comedy in general is that you have an audience to perform it to and you, you're, right. you're seeing how they're going to react to it. Cause right. if you, you get, you can come up with funny shit all the time and I could just say it to Tom and he'd be like, Oh yeah, it's really funny. But it's like, it, it's completely different having the balls to like get up in front of an audience of people and do it or just in public and film it. Like yeah. You're doing. Yeah. And I don't really know if what I'm doing is like considered comedy. Like it's more like kind of like a mix between like uh social, uh, social, social criticism. No, not well that, but also social experiments. It's like a mix between mm -hmm. social experiments, social criticism, like 10% comedy. But more so, like trying to make like a car, like a big, as big of like a car crash as I could. I feel like people like they want to watch car crashes. You know what I mean? Yeah, rubber, right. so, like, rubber neck syndrome. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I like kind of started with it. I didn't want it to be my only focal point. Like I wanted to have like a few different lanes that I approach it with. Mm -hmm. I want to make like really unusual things. Like I don't like set out with like a like a rule you know i'm not like oh this bit this video is going to be about the the opioid epidemic you know what i mean it's kind of more like mm -hmm. i'm just going to make this thing without even caring what the outcome is and then i'm going to classify what it is later that's kind of like what they all fall fall under like it's kind of like a it's like a compulsion to do them you know like that's like a well what's going to happen if i push this button sort of thing right yeah. well i think that's a good way to do it it's kind of uh based off instinct rather than having to be too too premeditated then it's uh you might come off as uh stale and contrived i like to like test things and like merge like it's it's kind of like a rubik's cube in a way because i like to like test things see what happens if i if i try one thing and maybe bring it back later and combine it with something else or i don't know it's like a mixing of of shit you know like loud yeah. annoying shit it's like if i hear someone at at like a at like a restaurant say something really cringe like i'll write it down so that i can say it later like in a piece something really is like really fucking annoying i'll like use it in my piece later or if something makes me feel like really like a, it, like for example i got these titties because i saw someone on rupaul's drag race had them and it made me laugh my ass off so like i was like that just made me laugh so hard so like let me put it in my stuff it's like it's just like a mix of like things i react to i guess i mean the one tattoo right there oh that's i can explain that you have you ever heard of uncle adams no oh man you gotta look into uncle adams you really gotta look up uncle adams after this you'll love it yeah it's uh 
he's this motivational or okay he's this rapper right and uh he he failed as like a as like a normal rapper or whatever so he became a motivational speaker rapper and uh he wears like a top hat and he's like really like ex- like he's dead serious but he's like extremely extremely cringe yeah his he doesn't swear in his raps it's all like about like trying to motivate you to stop self-harming and all this stuff and uh in one of his videos he was like giving a motivational speech and behind him like like in the background like where like where my hand would be there was a little mirror and on it it said you are now looking at the one so that's why i yeah. stole that from him. but that was so fucking cringe that i was, was like dude i gotta put that on my forehead yeah, I mean it's kind of an egomaniac move. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that it was like um, I think egomaniacs and people that are like alpha and like like I said, like I grew up and watched my uncles fight and I watched them brag and um, or I'd like watch people at my school brag, you know, and I wouldn't think they were cool at all. It would just make me laugh my ass off because it was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the ideology. Cause it's so, it's like making myself look so stupid, but then being so confident about being so stupid is like, to me, if I was watching it, it would make me laugh. When you were talking about the tattoos though, it made me, it reminded me of, uh, and, and speaking of Harmony Corinne, uh, Riff Raff, the, the rapper. Yeah, no, I definitely ripped off Riff Raff in a lot of ways. Um, like when he came up, like I was obsessed with watching him come up and I thought he was extremely entertaining. And with him, it's like that you, I mean, that's not even like a character. That's his life. Right. Well, which is extra crazy. I mean, we think it's his life, right? It might be fake. Well, I mean, the tattoos right. and shit are real. Like, uh, you don't know how much of that shit is like for the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know. we don't know. His brother is a pro snowboarder. It's kind of like how Rick Rubin was talking about how, uh, you know, pro wrestling is the most like life that you get accurate depiction of life where you don't know what's real or what's fake in it for a long time i was really afraid to like break character just because i was just like but i i just had to at one point because it was just like oh if i can't break then i can't do new stuff you know Mm -hmm. also if you can't break a character then at what point at some point it isn't a character anymore right right yeah it's just um if it becomes all-consuming it's de- it sucks because right now it's definitely like my best character. So like, I think you did the right thing though because it is. I agree, it is your probably best character. But at the same time, it was gonna get old eventually, and you couldn't right. just do that. So you you, I think you did the right thing. Right. Yeah. But I, you you had you had me question it too when I first saw it. I was like, I can't tell. I was like, is this guy is actually a fucking lunatic or <laughs> this is fucking genius? Like. <laughs> It's one of the two. It's still up in the air. It could be up in there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like my uh, Thomas Jeff or my uh, John Adams character will be good once I get it like more figured out a little bit. It it almost like went viral the other day, so I feel like it's like close to to being good, but it has some tweaks. It's got to work out yet. See, that's the other thing too about these these viral videos. It's like after they go viral, it's like what what's the actual end result of it you know it's like you just get to sit back and go oh great my video went viral you know i mean i mean like how do you actually like make it into something where you're looking at it right but how do you make it into something where it's like 
your job? Um, I don't know what because because I, I mean you get to be satisfied by the clout that it went viral, but I mean I can break it down. Yeah, break it down. One of the ways is like obviously like this interview I got with you. That's 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 good. You know, like it's a good thing. Maybe nothing will come out of it. I'm I'm pretty cringe on this fucking episode, so probably nothing will happen. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a, it's good to like get an audience or whatever. You know what I mean? Like now I, I might meet some of your audience. I might not. So that's that's one thing. But then um, you get paid when you go viral. TikTok they don't pay shit. TikTok pays you twenty bucks for a million views. That's it. But uh, Instagram, if you go viral on Instagram, you make like, uh, like it's like a hundred bucks for Instagram for like a million views. And then for Facebook Reels, they pay you like 400 bucks per million views. So like. Whoa, Facebook Reels, really? Yeah, Facebook pays bank right now. And actually like two months ago or three months ago, you could make 35 grand like off like 10 million views and people were buying houses off that. On, on Facebook? Yeah, people. People are joining that program so rapidly, though, that the amount that you can make is going down because they just opened it. Shit, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, but then, like, you know, if you have, like, merch and stuff like that, like, people don't really buy my merch, but, like, I paint. So, like, the more followers I get, the more chances I'll sell painting or sell merch till eventually, like, you know, some people can live off, live off, like, a low following. Like, right. I have, like, a lot, but I, I don't really, like... I like barely, I, I don't like, I'm, I'm like down right now. I'm like about to have to get a day job broke off it, but I like kind of survived off it for like three ish years, hmm. which is pretty cool in, in itself to even just say that. I don't know. Like it depends on who you are. Cause some people definitely, you know, like they, they can monetize their, their following easily, you know, I mean, I'm trying to get paid off views. Yeah. Cause uh, painting, I can, painting brings in good money, but it's like, it's like such a, it's like gambling. You know what I mean? For me. Cause like I'll, I can right. make like 10 paintings, and like one will sell and I don't know when it's going to be. It might be months. It might be days. It might be minutes. And it's just like so hard to just know when, you know, right. Yeah. It's an easier for me to make viral videos. Cause I know for a fact I can get the views. Just like which, which one of these 10 videos is it going to be? Is that something that pops into your mind too? Is that, or is that just something that's kind of on the back burner? Cause I've never actually thought to myself, Hey, I'm going to make a viral video. All the things that in my mind, like I told you, like all those concepts and stuff, like where I like write stuff down that I, that, you know, that I'm, that's like, like I might drive to the grocery store, right? Like the other day I drove yeah. to the grocery store on the way there. I saw this big shitty, like from the seventies satellite dish. It was like huge. It looked like they were like to like trying to communicate to the moon or something. Like it was like it looked old and outdated and shitty. And I was like, that's an awesome backdrop for a video. You know, like it's just a, such a piece of shit. And yeah. it was like behind like a crack den. It was like behind like a meth meth lab looked up. You know what I mean? So like so then like I looked through my notes and I'm like, okay, what could I like I write down like phrases and stuff and like things that interest me. And I'm like, what can I say in front of this crack den like satellite thing? That's like kind of the first forefront of it but then also yeah like i i try to think like i definitely think about how to make like viral videos like all oh, a lot mm-hmm. painting how i can make my paintings like like i'm an artist so i have to try to make my stuff interesting you know if i if it's not interesting like it's just gonna fall flat you know like i'm not gonna like get an audience i'm not gonna make money and if i don't do that then i have to like go work go work a day job which i'm not talking shit on at all because i've 
done that for years and years and years. I just, I'm trying really hard not to go back to it, you know? Right. As you should. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to have to go back soon. I failed. No, no, no. There's, I don't even, even if you work a Dale day job, I don't think that you failed. Like I said, you made an impression on me. It's all, it's all rooted in the right place. You know, I'm not going to tell you how to make your art. You got to find a, a way to keep pushing it. You know? But you asked me before if I was trying to do do like an adult swim show or like Eric Andre and uh, I've tried to get on adult swim and stuff. I like pitched to them and they said I was too mean spirited. And uh, I feel like adult swim is just like permanently out of the question because they already have Eric Andre. You know what I mean? So like I feel like yeah. they buy another, you know what I mean? They're not going to buy another, uh, another thing like that. So like in my head, I'm just like, I feel like the best, the best like outlet is just like keep pushing it, go crazier, crazier, or like, you know, more interesting, whatever, like, and I feel like um, getting paid on those, on those real programs is like the way, cause I have some friends who get paid off those programs and uh, you know, they'll have, they'll have good months and bad months. So it's just kind of like, like, I don't know if you ever seen that dude that always diamond tests and he always is like, it's real player. No. Yes. Know. Yes. You assume? Yes. Yeah, that's my friend. And um he 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 does he does really good off uh off reels and stuff. But yeah, there's people out there that just like that's all they do is try to think of like how to make their video go viral, you know, so they get paid. And uh yeah, he he does really fucking well. He he was actually the dude who convinced me to break character. But um yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's people out there that are just thinking about that all day long, you know. It's it's like it's fun to to be in that mode but i also like to i don't know like it's like two modes you know it's like viral video like crazy video and painting you know it's like two different like once i get so burnt out with videos like until i can't stand my myself any longer then i go to painting and then <laughs> i keep doing that like I'll, i i like burn myself on painting then i go to video then i burn myself video go to painting you know mm -hmm. and i just try to i try to push both like it's far as i can for better or for worse and like i make a lot of cringe and even with painting like dude look at this painting bro. like this is like a burnt, this is like me burnt out i burnt myself out like really hard hold on oh, i don't know if you can see it it says please shit here on my mom x hamster gonorrhea it's like not even a figurative painting it's just like took all the garbage in my studio and just like taped it to a canvas and like just Painted on, put toilet paper on it. Like, <laughs> I, I like it's ugly. You know what I mean? Like, I pushed, pushed it so. I pushed myself so far that I was just like making shit. So I was like, all right, let me go make videos. You know. Well, I like the paintings. The paintings still make me think. Hmm. And it's and it's, it's funny that you're you, you know you said that your girlfriend was was crying over your character because I figured when you said that you couldn't do it without your girlfriend meant that she was so supportive. She is. She is so supportive. And she was crying just because she was like, she was like, not sure if like what I was like, she thought I was going like crazy, you know? And I was like, but she had seen me make, I told you I had a different character called Fishman. Yeah. And uh, Fishman was crazy as fuck too. And she really liked Fishman, but Fishman, I wore a bald cap. So it was like, you know, I had my hair under it and I was like, at the end of the day, I would be able to go back to normal. And like, <laughs> when I first started doing this, like, I couldn't go back to normal. I was like permanently, cause like, first of all, these tattoos, 
I was using this, this company at first that would make these tattoos for me. And they would last on my head for two weeks. They wouldn't come off. And like, she fucking could not look at me. <laughs> and then I also would just shave this. I shaved this head every, you know, like every day so I could do this look. And uh, I fixed that recently. I just bought a toupee. So like, I, I you know, was done. as soon as I got on the video, I just put a toupee on and take the tattoos off and I'm normal. But like, yeah, for the first like two years, like I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get out of it at all. I was like trapped in it. And then one time I dyed my hair red. So I was, I was asking people like, where do you get your hair dyed? And like, someone was like, go to this chick. She's like amazing. So like I went to her and it was way expensive, but it was worth it. She like dyed my hair, like Ronald McDonald and my eyebrows. So I had that and this hair, like the bald and the tattoos. And like, I couldn't even like look at myself in the mirror. Like it just felt like I was looking at like a, <laughs> It felt like I was in like a mental institution looking at myself like that. And yeah. like I I I got it cut like on a Monday and like the next day I was like, I just have to shave all shit off. I can't even look at my I can't even like like she couldn't look at me. I couldn't look at me. Like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do, you know? I'm like, I don't know, like and I don't know, like I don't know if that's a good thing to push yourself to that limit or what, but like it's something I got to experience. Do you think the the character, the legend, is like a thirteen year old's like dream of of who they want to be? Like it's like a fart joke in class. Yeah, like if they <laughs> jumped from like being like thirteen years old and didn't get to mature at all, and then they just became a grown adult and they were like, "I get to do whatever I want." Yeah, probably, probably, because I I feel like I am a kid, you know, I feel like I am a yeah. kid. So um. Probably, you know, I'm trying to be young, man. I'm trying to be like a young kid in my head. I am that person, you know, that kid. You are the one. Yeah. yeah, I am the one. I mean, I always said skate, skateboarding was the fountain of youth. It is. It will keep you young. And that's, you know, Eric Andre, he skated. Tom Green, he skated. Uh, you know, the entire crew, Jackass, they skated. There's something that's a correlation between these... Uh, these troll prank Hooligans. Joker characters, like I was mentioning, who who just want to cause tr- they're troublemakers. You know, it's oh, like they're big brother. They're, ju- they're a bunch of bunch of troublemakers. These skaters, mm-hmm. right? But it makes for yeah. it makes for great art. Makes for great comedy. That's what I say. Yeah, I uh, you just want to shake things up. It's it's hard because I know I'm being like over the top annoying, but it's like it's funny and. It's funny online, but it's like it's gnarly in real life sometimes. I guess you know, like with the Karens and everything. It's hard to explain because you don't want to like hurt people's feelings, but then you also want to like do your stuff, you know? Yeah, it's like a weird like line to cross, I guess, or to work with. You don't want to like, like some dude. This shit ruins people's lives, apparently, according to like the comments and stuff. You know, like what when you make. When you make a painting that says you want to watch someone shit on somebody's mom and it's on X hamster. <laughs> like, dude, this, this, this character like makes people literally like want to kill me. Like I had like death threats, you know, I'm like I've had a gun, like when I was on the street, I had dudes pull guns on me and shit from this, you know, it ruins people's day. And that, that's not necessarily like something I want to do, but it is part of like what makes it funny too. You know, I think you're, you're, you're riding the edge, you know, of all, I'll, I'll I guess alternative comedy, alter, alternative art. I don't know mm-hmm. um, what to call it, but 
you're definitely riding along the edge. So, I mean, people, you know, when that happens, people, it upsets people, but it's, it upsets them because they're so, so, uh, trapped in themselves. Yeah. It's like, they're like, part of society. I'm following the rules. Why is this guy get to not follow the rules? Yeah. So it it pisses them off. Dude, that was me too. That was me like in 2016. Like I followed, like I was afraid to do for a long time. I was afraid to do, um, you bring up Harmony Korine, actually, uh, I made this, how I kind of got, how I sort of got into this stuff was, uh, there was this guy in like 2012, I wanted to hang out at this art gallery all the time, and there was this guy who was a painter that, and he wanted to make this like Bob Ross type show about his painting, so I was like, I'll just help you do that, and uh, then I get to hang out here and become friends with you and your friends and shit, you know? So I helped this guy make this video, like, series about how to make, like, how to paint like crack pipes and I, it was like an adventure show and i made him into a character and that was like the first time i ever made someone into a character for a video yeah harmony mm-hmm. Karina actually ended up seeing it he, the dude like blew up off the videos and like when i made the videos i was like damn he like blew up off my shit like i i totally like directed that but i was like too scared to act for myself you know like i was like right i was like i'm there's no way i'm going in front of a camera and acting like dude that's so cringy and like but mm-hmm. like I, I met that other dude that like pulled me out of that and like, oh, that I just completely didn't care if I was cringe at all. Like it just because like I don't know, like internet comments like, and even just comments from people in general like it's just kind of like it doesn't really mean anything because one person could think you're fucking awesome and another person might think you're a loser just like in everything you do anyways you know, like one right. person might fancy lads dumb and another person might think it's awesome and like just gonna be like go on like that perpetually. Even if, even if you're trying to be like the coolest dressed person in the world, like or like the fanciest person or whatever, like someone's gonna talk shit about that, you know. And some people are gonna like it, so it's almost like if you make yourself super cringe, like the only way is up almost, you know, because you're already yeah. cringe. Like, seems like there's a liberation in super cringe. Tom, we gotta get more cringier, dude. I was just thinking the same fucking thing. I'm I'm motivating you guys. Yeah, we. I I need to come up with some with some ideas. I I maybe I just gotta start making a painting or two a day so we can come up with some cringe ideas. I'm thinking of just getting the two tattooed across my forehead. That's not bad. Do it. Do it. Tattoo your name across your forehead. Oh, then I won't forget it. Yeah. yeah. He's got his tat uh, name of his name tattooed on his arm actually. Yeah. Do you? C- Cuckman. Cuckman. Yeah. Oh, my other uh-huh. arm. Yeah, that's true. I do have my name yeah. my name on my arm. That is true. Tweak. It's a nickname. Huey, I hate to say it. We're, we're, we're almost running out of time here. We're running out the clock and we got about five minutes left. So I just have to ask, I mean, I'm sure you have a million questions for us. Uh, I'm not going to hit you with the one that you're going to think I'm going to hit you with or the one that you would probably get hit with most. Mm-hmm. You already know what that is. I'm not sure, but go on. <laughs> If someone was to talk to you guys about if if someone was to bring like what's the question you get asked the most? I want to see if I'm right. Um, what would you say? Uh, usually people go, "Oh man, I do have a bunch of questions." Uh, uh, and then they just close the Zoom meeting, or they really? ask about okay. Matt. Tom. They, oh, yeah, they usually Matt Tom a lot of people usually ask about Matt. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. So I'm not even gonna ask you about that. I don't even want to know. I want to hear about PJ Ladd. I want to hear about Boston skateboard stories. Ryan is Jeremy Rogers from Boston. 
Yeah. 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 He, I mean, he's the, uh, he hung out with a couple of our friends, Maddie and Ryan a couple of months ago. And mm-hmm. I think he's the opposite of Heath Kirchar where Heath invested all his money in stocks and he's now retired. And Jeremy Rogers, I think just spent all, all of, of his, his money. money. Yeah. And, and now he's broke because they told me he was slugging just like leftover beers on like tables that were like near him <laughs> just to like save a buck. One of my violations on Instagram is because of him, because me and him got into a war on, online. Really? And uh, I was talking shit to him. Yeah. What were you saying? Were you like, hey, Jeremy, I don't like your raps very much. And I think that you're not very good. Buster. Like no, I, yeah. I don't remember. It was, it was just talking shit back and forth. I was riling him up. So you uh, like the shit talking. So you like. So you like the shit talking. No, I just riled him up because I saw him in my comments like a couple times, and I was like, "Oh shit, Jeremy Rogers." So I just wanted to rile him up because I, I don't know. But yeah, he seemed like a and funny took, guy. To yeah, and he took the bait. I mean, <laughs> dude, that guy had it all. Of me. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. No, I know. He, he, was, he was he was probably a millionaire, honestly. He was in the video games. He was on play he was on the new Plan B. Yep. It's like one of the probably one of the highest paid skaters at one point, right? He's gonna make a comeback with his rap watch, because he's not he's not giving up. Hmm. He's he's gonna go somewhere with that. I would love that. I'd be the shit. Yeah, you know, I just wanna say I'm glad that the internet exists just just for the sake of yeah, we couldn't exist without the internet mm-hmm. for Fancy Lad, and I feel like you couldn't either as a persona and artist. And I think that that sort of public forum hopefully elevates you to the point where you could get in Yale. Hey, I'm gonna try it. You know what? Maybe we'll all be we'll all be dorm mates in Yale next it's, semester. It's true. I got a painting right here, a Yale painting. Nice, <laughs> dude. I love it. I love it. No, that's good. You 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 stopped at the next, so they can't tell that that fish is getting fucked below that painting. Yep. Yeah. Just just keep in mind that your 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 luxurious career as an artist has only just begun. Okay, the sky's the limit. All right, I might have to give a shout out. Shout out Hug Crew. Head crew. They're the skate crew. Hug crew. They're the skate crew in my hometown. Hug H H U G. H U G. Like you're giving someone a hug. Hell yeah. Major yell exit to the hug crew. Hell yeah, dude. We're going to hit you up next time we're in Wisconsin. But dude, fuck yeah. You know, the Zoom meetings come to an end. So I'm just going to say it was a pleasure having you on. And, you know, I hope I hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah, man. I'll try to get a trick for your video. I have till late spring, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a projected deadline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Maybe I'll do it as uh, John Adams. Oh, come dude. on, dude. It's got to be the legend. Okay, I'll do it as a legend. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Any last words before you leave? Legendship. Oh, God, that was great. Oh, that was really, that was, that was, that was a joy having the legend. The legend. The legend. AKA the one. AKA Huey. Legendship. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, wow. Less frightening than than anticipated. Yeah, that's true. Could have gone either way. Could have been really scary. Yeah, guy could have been complete psycho. Could have been. He could have been off of his fucking gourd. Yeah, but you know, damn, do I respect the guy? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. makes you feel like if we were 
trying to pool all of our efforts right. into doing something that was, you know, had some sort of artistic credibility and not just a bunch of you know, monkeys riding around on skateboards. Mm-hmm. Maybe we would maybe be well respected by the public one day. Maybe. You know? May- maybe. It's a heavy maybe. But it's a maybe nonetheless. No, we, we could be accepted by, you know, high society as a cultural influence of something that's just more than just moving a body on a piece of wood. We're more than just uh, incredible athletes is what you're getting at. Oh, I thought we were just incredible athletes. Oh, we want to be perceived more as intellectuals we, as well. Exactly. Right, 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 right. We're just trying to expand, mm-hmm. you know. So we just got to break more into the art world. That's what we got to do. We got to break into the art world and got to go viral mm-hmm. by doing it. Do you think we can apply to Yale as Fancy Lad Skateboards? Has a business gone to a, to a college? Ivy League? Yeah. To an Ivy League? I don't know. I mean, businesses probably go to state schools all the time. Yeah. Should we start with Harvard? Let's start with Harvard. Because it's local. Because it's local. Yeah. I think we'll have an in. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, you're from Boston? Yeah, we know Conan. Oh, you know Conan? Oh, you definitely in we know Rivers, too, dude. We're Uh, fucking cool. Cuomo? Cuomo. (laughs) Dude, get in here. Hey, no Cuomo. (laughs) No Cuomo. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah. No, that's a good plan. I do think, you know, if we if 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 we all were just focusing on doing this shit all the time, we might actually be able to make money off of it. This shit? Not this shit in particular. I couldn't tell because you pointed. It looks like you're talking shit. about this shit. This shit. If we all focused are on you, this shit. Are you pointing shit. at your penis right now? I'm trying to. It's hard to. <laughs> if we were all to... focused on this yeah. shit right here. <laughs> We could um, be making money off of it. We could be making some fucking money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it's hard, you know? I know. It's hard to have the uh, uh, ability to have all that free time. God, who has the time? It. Who has the time? Who has the time? No one, because you have to work. I know. So you have to bail. You have to be like, all right, no work. I have to make the time for this, and this has to work. I mean, Huey's found a way by making viral videos and trying to get paid through these social applications. Mm. We should have asked Huey if they uh, waited, it, like when they decided to go full in to their creative pursuit and quit their daytime job. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's like we ride around on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. He is talking about, you know, smoking crack and wearing a set of fake tits Mm -hmm. and has a jacket, you know. I won't even say what it says on the back of his jacket. Mm -hmm. Yet we're the delinquents. Mm -hmm. That's true. And he's the well-respected artiste. Mm -hmm. Going to Yale. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Future Yale. Future Yale. Dude. In space? Yeah. 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 In space. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Dude. Now that that's what we should do is just start applying to all the schools in space. Mm-hmm. So but, then, up, but then who even has time to go to school? That's it. Or space. I know. <sighs> Certainly not me. No. Because they don't pay you. They should pay you to go to school. Well, actually, that's why 
I was talking to him before the podcast. That's the, he said the only reason why he was going to Yale mm-hmm. is because if you get accepted, it's free. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Because they don't pay you, but it's still that it's free. But he also said that once you get in, you pretty much can start selling your work for Boca Dolores. Mm. So it's free if you get in. And then you can pretty much start making money. You know, I didn't know he would be so focused on this whole money thing. Money, 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 money. Because, like I said, the Joker... He doesn't care about money. He does not care about money. you see money. him burn that pile of money? He just want to watch your world burn. He just, all he cares about is watching that sweet, sweet world burn. Yeah. <laughs> and Harley Quinn. First and foremost. Yeah. And that sweet, sweet Harley Quinn. <laughs> and that sweet, sweet Harley Quinn. God. I love, I love in the newest Batman film when Joker goes, Mm-mm. I just love watching that sweet, sweet world burn, baby. Yeah. It was good. It was played by Samuel Jackson, right? It was good. Yeah, it was Samuel L. Yeah. Yeah. Playing the Joker. Yeah, playing the Joker. Yeah. People have been saying for years, when is Samuel L. going to play the Joker? But you know, this isn't the, the Joker podcast. And they've been saying, when is Quentin Tarantino going to direct the next Batman? Is he on his 10th film? <clears throat> Quentin? Yeah. I don't know, but apparently he has an amazing Star Trek script. Hmm. Now, that's what I want to see. Yeah. But anyways... You know, yes. I think I think we should be wrapping this up. This here. isn't the Quentin Tarantino. This is, yeah, we're getting we're getting down some some roads we don't need to go down right yeah. now. Some deep deep rabbit holes. Oh, that sweet sweet deep deep rabbit hole. I know, because I could talk about Quentin all night. It's the problem. It's true. Well, how about this? How about we wrap up the episode, okay. and maybe between now and the next episode, we will have figured out a way to monetize our artistic pursuits. Oh, you mean between now and our hundredth episode? Oh, that's yeah. true. The next episode is the hundredth. Yay. Yes, but that's exactly what I meant. Oh, okay. Cool. Between now and then. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, let's let's go do that. Hey, you um, know what? Maybe we'll think of something to do for that episode. Yeah, as maybe well. maybe we should start a Patreon. Oh. Maybe we should check on that Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, subscribe to our Patreon. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Patreon.com slash Fancy Lab Podcast. There you go. Well, you know what? I think that we should ask each other if we have any last words at this point. All right. Well, I'll assume that was you asking me. Yeah. And I will say, no, my only last words would be, do you have any last words, Big Joe? I'm glad you asked because I, in fact, do. Oh. Keep on rocking in a free world. Oh. Uh, yeah.